You're now listening to Generational Empowerment with Ashley J and the Hilarious J-Man. You know they got you covered with all the news that pushes social change. Right here live on Direct Access Radio. red flags um i thought it was actually it was really really interesting um (laughs) let me tell you how he uh well you already know how he set it off but for you guys that have not read basically he started off with um just kind of like going through a breakup uh doing his own little thing he met a chick that worked at a gas station (laughs) he met a chick that worked at a gas station but the thing about it was it was like you know he had seen her a few times 
but he never really like, you know, asking for a number or nothing like that. Um, so then, you know, he finally got mustered up that, that courage, did what he did, and come to find out she had a crazy ex, which was mm. also her baby daddy. Mm. So, so hold on, the ex was her baby daddy? Well, yeah. You or know, he became the baby no, daddy? No, her ex was her baby daddy. Oh, baby daddy. Yeah, her ex was her baby daddy. Um, and he was abusive. Uh, when he found out that him and the girl were talking, um, he took her battery out of her car <laughs> so she couldn't get the work, bust all her windows up. And basically, you know, it was just one of those situations where um, she didn't want to deal with him. She didn't want anything to do with him, and she didn't have no support from her family. They basically. So are we already getting into the book? Yeah. Or are you like, okay, okay. Because guys, viewers, listeners, <laughs> I did not read eight and nine. I read ten. I was supposed to read Friday, and I had to get my nails done, my toes done. Mm -hmm. you know? I haven't, so you know I need that done. But that's we won't even talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> We won't even talk about that. But yeah, so, um, where was I at, where was I at? He was saying he was abusive. He was abusive, he had busted uh, windows out of her house so she couldn't stay there. Um, he had took the battery out of her car so she ended up losing her job. But check this, her family was like, um, you know, she's being selfish. Uh, she should be happy that he wants to be in those kids' lives. But this is the same person that's gonna make her miscarry. She didn't have emergency room visits. He's been abusive. But, of course, time after time, you know, after apologies, that, that narcissism, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Where, at the end of the day, um, they get in on your your vulnerableness, you yeah. know? They try and mm -hmm. tell you, oh, they you in love with you, you and yeah. this, that, and the third, and they really don't be. Yeah. They really just be trying to, you know, take advantage and play the mind games and yeah, mind yeah. tricks with you. Use for that game. I've dealt with a narcissist many times, like mm -hmm. either situationships, relationships. I think, honestly, and I hope this don't come off as male bashing, okay. but I think a lot of men have some narcissistic behaviors. I think, you know, if you are a man of confidence, you know, like money bag yo say, I'm not, I'm confident, I'm not cocky, so get it right. Mm -hmm. So I think like, you know, if you a man of a certain caliber, um, it can come off as narcissistic because of, you know, you confident, you know what you got going on. But <clears throat> I think, you know, e egotistical wise, you think that, you know, you the ish. Yeah. And, you know, ain't nobody bigger than you but God. So. Mm. And you know what it is? A lot of times, you know, the women, they play this damsel in distress. And so they end up meeting the man that, you know, he got a little change and it's in the third, but not also realizing that he's controlling. Mm. So here it is. Oh, no, nah, they know they control. Well, of course, with, you know, them being or playing this weak-minded attempt, you know, mm -hmm. they get wrapped in a man's web. But then... Mm -hmm. hmm? I don't think so. You don't think so? If you play, you say you playing damsel in distress. You playing, it's, yeah. Well, I, I mean, damsel in distress, period. And, baby, I don't get wrapped in nobody's web. Because there's a difference. We'll get to you in chapter 10, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to you in chapter 10, right? Okay, Jay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ashley's getting a little ahead of a little ahead of herself, but we'll get to Ashley um 
when we get to chapter 10. Okay. But, so something else, the girl's name was Jasmine, and she was basically telling Derek, like, everything that the man would do, but how the man would be doing all of this and saying that it's her fault that he's doing it. Mm -hmm. That's another trait of a narcissist where, yep. you know. They reverse psychology, mm -hmm. they reverse everything back around, make it seem as if you're the problem, you are the reason why things are going this and that, this and that. If you was to listen, that's the main, okay. Women, one-on-one, -on -one, <laughs> narcissistic men, they always be like, if you would just listen, if you would just listen on this and that, it's just like, why would I listen to you trying to put us in a dark alley? Why would I go around this, go down this road with you and you don't even know where you're going? You don't even know where you're going. But that's But that. you know what's so crazy because it's this um this uh Instagram I follow and it's called uh wife, Christian, Christian wife or something like that. She give a lot of this stuff, don't get me wrong. But she say, as a married woman, even if your husband don't know where he's where he's going, you should still follow him. Um, but she said it in a way of you know how women are supposed to behave in a sense where it ain't like, no, I'm not about to go. You know what I'm saying? Like kind of instructing, like, hey, baby, like you know we have two options, this and that. You know we're gonna try your way, mm -hmm. and you know if this don't work out, it's, you know it's gonna be okay, this and that. But we got another option. You know, typically black women. Once we go down that road, that man, he done sent us into a hole. See, dish. I done told you. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. You, yeah, all mm -hmm. of that. So she did say that, and that was something good. And that's something I did have to learn as well, because I was like, that's crazy. Like, why would I follow you and you ain't know where you're going? But they say as a married couple, you are, because, you know, typically the man is the leader, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, it's best that he do do that, and it's best that you do have a softer landing. So in case, you know, future reference, he'll be able to listen to you or, you know, he'll he'll feel as though you have the emotional intelligence enough to stir the, you know, the right direction if need be. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. I like her. I'm, I'm at the uh, I'm check her out. Yeah, she, she got, got she a black woman too. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't, you know, I mean, she's pretty much preaching to you women, so. <clears throat> but I'm sure she got Y'all men got some women in y'all too. So, you know, we've talked about we've talked about narcissistic red flags before, but we named them something else. You called them breadcrumbs. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I've always liked that because it's like basically what he kind of wrapped up in chapter eight is the signs are there, the telltales are there, the breadcrumbs are there, mm -hmm. but it's up to you to you know have that strength and have that that self-love for yourself to be like, okay, I can walk away. Mm -hmm. I can walk away, I can move forward, and I can be good with, you know, content yeah. with who I am because what they do is they tear you down. Yeah. Being but nice. I feel like we're about to go into some real juicy. Some juicy. We're about so we to go take a quick break. And we need to take a quick break. We need to take a quick break. Yes, we need to pay some of these bills, <laughs> these sponsorships. Um, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram. Thank you for our sponsors that sponsored us this month. Amen. When we get back, we got more heat with Generational empowerment. Generational empowerment. You were empowerment. supposed to say that. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure what you had. I got your sleeve. This is your victory. What's going on, world? It's your boy, J-Man. And it's your girl, Ashley J. Oh, see y'all, I thought she was gonna do it again. I know, I was. I thought she was gonna do it again because she kind of, you know, messed that up a little bit the first mm -hmm. time. <laughs> but y'all, we are back 
and we're still we're we're getting through um chapter eight narcissistic mm -hmm. red flags um so yes we had to take we had to take a quick break to pay, pay a few bills um so basically uh one other part that i wanted to talk about and well, remember we were getting juicy you remember where you was i don't remember where i was so that's why we getting you know i'm just gonna roll roll back through it real quick um <laughs> You should have, uh, nah, it's straight. It it's straight. You good. You good. So basically, Derek was talking about how you know, how you know how you meet a person. They've been wounded. They've been hurt. This and the third. You just want to be there. You want to be able to help. So he was saying, you know, yeah, maybe I can, you know, pull up. You know what I'm saying? Next time you there, or maybe I could be there waiting on him. Yeah. Or maybe I can hit him up and say, hey, let's meet. You know, hit him the mature way. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was like, that's not going to do anything because she's so wounded and she's so hurt that at the end of the day, she's the one that, you know, needs for him to, that needs to consult or that needs any sort of communication, communication, communicating with the narcissist. It's not going to do anything because he's going to try and do the same thing to you that he's done to her. Yeah. And he's going to try and, you know. Very true. So it's, it was it was just kind of like, no, nah, you can't play Captain Save him. Mm -mm. But, you know, he got to try to be there for her. But, you know, she got this guard built up now. Cause she done been beat up. She done been sent to the hospital. She done had miscarriages. And all in all, she's fallen out of love with herself. Yeah. So that was kind of like the, the, the biggest thing is just kind of like the fact that her falling out of love because of what someone else has done to her and how he's still taunting her. And then not even having the support from her family. Generational curse. General, yep. Your curse, your family has allowed you to believe that it's okay for you to be abused. It's okay for this man to um, bust your windows and, and take your battery out your car. And basically uh, have you living in this this world of fear. Yeah. This world of fear and you're not even with him all because you lay with laid down with him and had some kids. And I think the biggest thing, it goes so much further than you staying because of you know you can't kids, whatever um what we forget is that a lot of times we internalize everything so it's more so of i'm not worthy to find anyone um i'm you know when you get stuck in a situation where second instance it's been many years um, you know, the history, the bond, the connection, even if it's demonic, even if it's, you know, um, not healthy for you, it's still something of comfortability. Right. When you get comfortable with something, whether it's good or bad, you you kind of trap yourself mentally into staying. Because you all, you know, most people always say, well, I ain't got time to be learning somebody ways and, you know, just learning somebody new all over again just to see if it works so if it doesn't work so i think it just goes beyond just you know i'm just saying because i don't have children with this man it's just more so when you get captivated especially by a man you know especially by a man that knows what he's doing you know because there's some professional it's some professional narcissists out there out here <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm calling for, oh, for sure, they boy. But um, I think it's just in turn, she has internalized so much about how she views herself, how she sees herself, mm -hmm. that you know it, it goes beyond just you know the kids. It's more so of her. She, she, she called she it feels. a byproduct of love. Yeah, a byproduct of love. She basically was like, you know, his abuse. That's how he showed that he loves me. Yeah. And that's just. And I used to do that. I remember just to find like, cause like I said, I have um. 
toxic trait of understanding too much, you know, where it's like, oh, because he didn't have love or because his mom wasn't there or his dad wasn't there, that this is why he's reacting this way or because he never had someone to, sh to show him and me feeling like I'm so healed that I can, you know what I'm saying, heal him. him. Yeah. And it's just like, no, baby, like, you can't do that. So that is justification. You know, and that's what she was justifying, like, and that's probably is how he did, how he showed it. But that's still not accurate. That's still not right for you know what I'm saying. You think that you need to stay in this relationship because this is how he knows how to meet you at the level of love and respect and care. You know, no. He said um, at the end, our safety measures include background checks, <laughs> healing from past relationships, accountability partners. Mm -hmm. People you can trust to have your back that will notice when you're not acting like yourself. And I think those are that's very, 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 very <coughs> much key um, to have people that notice, hey, you're not yourself. What's going on? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or somebody that can, you know, hold you accountable. Like, look, sis, like you gotta come up out of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, this is and somebody that can honestly be there in rare form. Yeah, yeah. You gotta be able to listen to a person's rare form. Um, a person that you feel when somebody cares about you as a friend and they're trying to be there you know sometimes we get on defense yeah i think that's the biggest thing you know i was look um looking at a meme and it was like um uh, a healthy friend you know no you should normalize having those friends saying no nah, sis that ain't right you know i'm so grateful that i have people in my life that will tell me you know um nah, you you wrong or no nah, like this needs to you know end i know actually you feel like you got this bond this connection with this person but this attachment has it's not healthy you know it's been going on five years and you know it's no progression right like he he's continued to allow to do these things because you allow him to do it you know you you put yourself back in that space where you want to be best friend or you want to be cool and it's like nah you got to show a person like no this is this is not healthy for me and i'm willing to walk away there we go you know there we go they go ashley j with a little uh little nugget there <laughs> no, little just nugget. A, little, a little sprinkle in the sauce but you know too like I, my sister be like um nah like i don't know who you became actually like you know you're going through this divorce and it just seemed like you know you were really grounded you would tell me things and um what's what they say you, you gotta, gotta let go. go yeah you gotta let go um you know like you're not being yourself and i was just like i feel like i was being myself I just feel like I tried to change entirely who I was based on um, me thinking this was the route because I was so hurt and I was trying to build myself and, you know, form into this new person, you know, but I feel like I was losing a lot of who I was because I won't say I have a lot of toxic traits, but, you know, I have me. I'm me. personalities. Yeah, you know, like, I have personalities where, you know, I can, I can be this, I can be that, and I just think that's in a nutshell who I am. I don't feel like I'm just, I can be really shy and calm and quiet, and Jay, if you ever seen that, you'll be like, girl, who is you? <laughs> Never, I, I seen that what the first week and that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first week, like, if I don't know you, I'm trying to feel you out. Like, you gonna get reserved, Ashley. You know, mm -hmm. and if I'm comfortable with you, or I just feel like once time permits itself, then you know I'm turned up, Ashley. I whatever comes to my mind, I'm saying, and I'm just being, you know, myself. But I feel like I have a lot of, you know, uh, I got tattoos that represent, you know, me. You know, people see me and they'll think like. Oh, I'm not here for the streets. But, you know, internally, if you talk to me, you'll be like, oh, no. So I feel like, you know, you just have to stay true to who you are. Even if you are healing and growing and evolving, 
but just staying in the realm of, you know, what's true to you, you know? Like, Russell Wilson be t- tweeting, talking about God, and Sierra be twerking on Instagram. I seen that. I seen that. And somebody was just like, you gotta find somebody that's gonna love Look, you as who, who you are. are. Yeah. Like, if they, if you like to twerk, and you meet somebody that don't like you twerking, that ain't who you're supposed to be with. Yeah. You shouldn't have to change the person that you are, especially if it's, you're not hurting anybody. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Okay, you a, you a, a, a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? If you just enjoy life and have fun with yourself and confident in who you are, you can't stop being who you are to be with someone. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing. People get with a person and they like the outer exterior and then when they find out little things, they try to change you. Oh, now you need to be twerking this and that. And those are the telltale signs that person is not for you because if a person is whole within themselves, they're not going to sit here unless you got like real toxic traits, you know, traits. But if it's just coming from like, oh, no, nah, I don't like when you talk like that. Or I don't like when you act like that. And it's just like, I'm being me. If you I'm can't accept me in all my different glories, then we don't need to, you know, cohabitate. Right. Period. But yeah, so. So, chapter seven. Seven, you mean nine? Nine. <laughs> <laughs> chapter nine. What exactly is self-love? Mm. <clears throat> so what does self-love mean to you, Ashley? Self-love to me means that, you know, um, I love me in it entirely, mm-hmm. you know, organic form, authentic, you know, um, loving the person that you are, you're becoming, and who you're going to become. I think you have to give yourself those spaces because you try to skip those things, you know, you'll fall in those pits where you'll try to, try to find who you are. And put yourself in a space where you don't like who you are because a person who you want to be and the person that you are and you know like I feel it, it can kind of get uh, a little difficult yeah so just like just loving on you um just loving how you talk walk act yeah waking up every morning yeah. and looking at that king or queen in the mirror and being okay with yeah. what you see being happy with what, what you, you see being happy with you know your your overall your overall being yeah. you know on this earth you have to appreciate every morning and every breath yes so if you don't got no edges appreciate you don't have no edges sis appreciate that because you know we got these edge control that got uh you know black stuff in it lots of yes everything but yeah you know what I'm saying you gotta love you gotta just love you you know what I'm saying if you if you don't have the assets bodily wise or facially wise you know one of your eyebrows higher than the other whatever the case may be yeah then embrace it I mean just like we had um Rachel on here with Mark by Beauty and like Mm -hmm. she said it took her just a couple years ago to stop wearing makeup over her face yep and you know showing her beauty mark and you know, that's what, just what it's all about. We're not saying that it just happens overnight, but at the end of the day, it's a point of where you have to get to, especially if you want to love somebody. Yeah. You know, but when you first get into this chapter, they talk about how you're taught how to love your child. You're taught how to love you yeah, know, a mate. Sure. Yep. You're taught kind of how to love your family members, but you're mm-hmm. never taught how to love yourself. yourself. That is you're true. never taught how to, you know, be confident in necessarily who you are. Now, don't, that's not everybody. Mm-hmm. You have some people who are, you know, who grew up modeling or cheerleading and this and the third, and they were taught to embrace their beauty, to love that, love what they I see. I wouldn't even say those characters. You don't think so? Ooh, cheerleaders? Well, models. Models? Baby. Like, even in those realms, mm-hmm. 
The harsh. The harsh, yeah. Because they're their biggest critics. So you're kind of right about that. But I would like, just think like, Any you know, just... popularity type of, you know, um, I guess, I mean, I'm going to say profession, but. Yeah, any, I get what you're saying. You're yeah. kind of right. You're kind of right. Though, you're when right. you're a kid, you are getting so much pressure. Why? Because, especially from your parents. Yeah. Because you're growing and who they want you to be, who they are, romanticize themselves as who they want their child to be. Mm -hmm. And if you don't resemble anything of that, oh, you're going to get whiplash. I mean, oh, yeah. you, you know. Yeah, you know. I, I know. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, know. It, when it came down to the size, I couldn't, I couldn't help my size. I couldn't help my stature. You know what I'm saying? Um, it just, it's, it's been a lot. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, so, or if you look different, you know, I remember it was this girl, she had big natural hair. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about like beautiful. But back then, girl, what that throw is? You know, like we try to figure out, you got a whole fro. Right. Now, that would be so beautiful. Mm -hmm. You know, so it, it everybody just. Everybody be jealous of her. Everybody. I'm talking about she had like big curls. I mean, her curls were defined. Mm -hmm. They were so beautiful. But back then, we didn't know. You know, and you just think about it, you don't look like. You the other kids, yeah. you know, if you ain't a certain type of skin color, especially when you're a child, because you, you're learning who you are, and then you in a society now with social media, it's girls is 13 that look like they 30. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it really is, you know, oh. just like, you know, I think about the parents that get all the backlash when they put weave in, like, a two-year-old's head or a three-year-old's head. Yeah. Like, that that wasn't going down back <laughs> when I was growing up. Yeah. <laughs> that was not, uh, um... Oh, you getting? Yeah, that was that was not. <laughs> no, you you couldn't get your hair straight. I remember for the longest, I couldn't wear weed. Mm -hmm. Like I remember, cause I went to a predominantly white school, mm -hmm. so it was, it was maybe like five of us that was in there. But the girls, they had already been through, you know, uh, growing up with those other, you know, white kids. So they mom. I already was letting them wear, and you know, when you a white child, like, you wearing full makeup at 13. Like, they used to come here beat. Really? Yeah, makeup was something, you know, that's not something they don't um, despise in the white community. Because oh. you can wear, in a middle school, you can wear mascara. Oh. Yeah. I, I wasn't seeing any of that. That was saved for, like, uh, middle school prom and homecoming. Mm. They put a little <laughs> glitter on them something like that was never and I guess because I went to a predominantly African-American school yeah um in Atlanta so there was there was a difference yeah it's, um, it's a major difference I was like oh I remember baby I was caked up I mean I my makeup was good don't get me wrong mm -hmm. but I had makeup on like even in high school and and that's where all the problems started because I was a, a African-American young girl in a a pool of you know predominantly white girls and I didn't look like them um I didn't dress like them I didn't act like them so I was trying to find myself in the midst of learning who I was as well and that really took a big toll on me because I want to be white very much I wanted to be white because I felt like their life was so much better shocker huh <laughs> I didn't even know talk it. about self-love seriously I wanted to be white because I felt like they had better lives than, you know, the black people. Really? Yeah, it's like, 
We were gonna make like a bonfire. I was like, I was exposed to so much. I was like, oh my God, this is the life. You know, like this is the life. I wanted their long hair, you know, like they can just wash their hair and just go. And my mom didn't know nothing about no natural hair back then. So I had all these curls and didn't even know I had curls because I'm flat ironing my hair. You know what I'm saying? So I would have taught like, hey, this is your, your culture. This is where we come from. This, you know, I, it was nothing, nothing of that because they were so busy trying to get money, trying to provide a life. They forgot to show me who I was, what I was capable of. Hey, showing me the journey. So, you know, it took a, a major toll on me. I remember, I think that's what probably my narcissistic behaviors came from because I was trying to fill myself up so much because I didn't know who I was, you know? I was just like, I was coming from the hood where it was all good. I didn't have no problems because everybody looked like me, you know? And when I stepped into this realm, I was trying to figure out and then they had money, so everything was at an expense. I remember I could just do what I wanted. If it was, I mean, it had some type of stipulation when it came to things, but it got to a point where I was like, I'm pressing, like, I want to weave, I want to weave. Like, you know, give me a weave. Can I go to a black school? You know, like, I, it was just, it was so much confliction because I wasn't show no direction. Okay. Yes. Wow. That's why it's very important as a, a mother with a young girl, to show her, demonstrate, you know, where we come from, mm -hmm. you know, so you can feel some type of connection to, you know, the, your other sisters or who you are, you know, loving who you are. Cause I, I used to shave my sideburns, like, yes. I, I felt like I was so hairy. I used to try so much. I, like, I had thick eyebrows. I used to want my eyebrows to be thin, like the white girls or the Mexicans. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. Yes. So, um, Somebody just tapped in and they said, saying, just now figuring myself out for real. And she actually, um, we used to work together. And it's it's so crazy to, you would think that just by on the outside, mm -hmm. somebody knows who they are and yep. they're third and whatever, whatever. And just to hear that, like, Alexis now and the Alexis that I know, like, I be seeing Alexis, she got weed down to her butt, like, <laughs> and everything. That was not the, she used to wear her natural hair, and her yeah. natural hair looked good. Mm -hmm. Um, But now, and I guess it's just kind of like, wow, you know, I thought that that was Alexis that I met yeah. them years ago. Oh, yeah. But now, you know, it, it's just crazy, like, big shout out to everybody finding themselves yeah. and being happy with who you are, self -love, and having that self-love, that self-care. And like you was talking about self-care, because you was going to get your nails done. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of like dawned on me because I'd be so hard on myself as far as like, well, I ain't going nowhere but to work. So I don't even go to the barbershop. I don't even go get a manicure, pedicure. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm just like, I'm just going to work. That's yeah. all I do anyway. You know what I'm saying? So I don't feel the need to do self-care things like mm -mm. massages and this and the third. I just be like, no, I shouldn't do that. Or whatever, whatever. But I don't even get that from you, but I guess so. I guess now because yeah. Jay, JJ, I haven't been feeling that that whole self love ordeal. Um, you know, I remember a couple years ago I'd be dressing like a bone. Really? Or even come out how any old kind of way. Like I did not. If I'm going to the store mm -hmm. or if I'm running a quick little errand, oh, I'm hobo ash. Oh, like when you came to my car that day with the brushers? Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, baby. <laughs> If I was coming out the house, like, I'm just like, oh, I'm just meeting you at the car. You know what I'm saying? And I'm taking out my hair. And I just need to slip on something real quick. I was, like, trying to take my braids down. And Jay pulled up. And I just walked out of there like, you know, Ooh, whatever. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> and so I remember.
remember just getting to a point where I was like, nah, I can't do that no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just can't, just because I'm going to the store to go pick up a little something, like, I still got, I, well, really what changed it. I met this guy, and even if he was going to the store, like, he'll, he'll say, like, oh, what you want from the store, whatever, we chilling. He'll, and the store was literally, like, two minutes, and he would come cologne, he had, you know, a nice little fit he would put on. And I was like, you're going to the store, like, whatever. And he was like, one thing about it, like, in our black community, that was something that, you know, if we couldn't do nothing else, mm -hmm. dressing was something that, you know, uplifted our spirit. It was something that, you know, just made our drip, you know, mm -hmm. our swag. That's something that we embodied. And so he changed my whole mindset when it came to that. So I'm like, oh, I gotta put it on when I go. Like, you can put it on right here. Maybe right. some days I gotta hoodie some leggings on, but mm -hmm. that's still revealing for me, anyways, right. you know? Yeah. But it, it just was so crazy. Like, I used to be hobo ass. Like, I would have like a school cap on with like a dress shirt. <laughs> We need to take a break. Yeah, we need to take a quick <laughs> break, guys, and we'll be back. Ashley is a mess, my guys. <laughs> oh, for real. <clears throat> this is your victory. And we're back. I'm your boy, J-Man. And I'm your girl, Ashley J. There it is. <laughs> okay, okay. She done came back. She done came back to life. She she was a little parched. Yeah, I was a little parched. She needed some water. She needed some water. Okay, so wrapping up chapter nine. Love yourself. Ten. No, because ten is what you can ready to go into. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So wrapping up chapter nine. Bottom line. You gotta love yourself. You gotta show, your, show yourself mm -hmm. self-love. Yes. At the end of the day, you cannot allow, you can't even love anybody if you don't love yourself, basically. You can't truly and honestly love a person if you don't love yourself. You can love your kids, mama, auntie, all that, but when it comes to a relationship, somebody that you have to understand and, you know, really connect with on some different emotional levels, you really gotta love yourself. Yeah, and find out what you love about yourself. That start there, you know, yeah. like, no, find out what you don't like about yourself. Work on that. Work on making that, you know, um, easy for you to deal with. You know, yeah, if it's something absolutely. that you don't like your weight, you can change things. A lot of things can be changed about the characteristics of, that you don't like about yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, if one side of your face crooked, then I don't, just don't know what to say. But you know, they have surgery and stuff like that. But what I'm saying is, if you don't like something about yourself, you can change it. Can we get into chapter 10? Because, <laughs> baby, I don't know why you said that analogy out of all well, things. I'm just saying, you know, facelifts. You can get a facelift. That's uh, something that, you know, that ain't something you just can Chapter 10. <laughs> okay, chapter 10 is men love confident women. So when I read it, I'm thinking like, okay, men love confident women. I think any human being wants their mate to be confident. You know, when you put on what you put on, you want your, you know, your mate to be like, yes, I look good. Um, a lot of times when you are wounded and, you know, through a healing process, you need a lot of assurance. Maybe this look good on me. How can I look at me at this and that? You know, hold it. You, you know, we done been in those situations where, you know, we got a little weight on us or, you know, little things, little drooping and stuff. Jack, stop looking like that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, okay, we're going to get back on a serious note. <laughs> Ashley. What? We're supposed to be talking about chapter 10. Chapter 10 is men love confident men. I mean, men love confident women. Oh, 
men love confident men too. Yeah, for sure. You know, <laughs> for sure, for sure. We not gonna our LGBTQW. Look now, you're not gonna slaughter it, okay? What is it? LGBTQ. Oh, TQ. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sorry. I left out the T. You, you won't offend us again. Okay, I apologize. Okay. Please yeah. don't come at me. Please, you <laughs> like. I can't take that. <laughs> we'll read your ass for filth. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, Men Love Confident Women is chapter 10. And basically, he was just stating something totally not even what the um, title is really about. But he just basically is saying, men, we're going to take that. We're going to take that word. He said, men, men mm-hmm. love confident women. Mm-hmm. Not little boys. Not little, little Ray right now. Men. Not the FBs you was talking about earlier? Yeah, not the F boys. F boys. They don't like confident women. Why? Because then you are able to decipher, you know, the BS they trying to throw at you. You know, you, you just, you confident in yourself. You're not going to tolerate a lot of, you know, crazy men. So that's why he very much men. You know, you got to really know. You know, when a, you know when you're dealing with a grown man and when you're dealing with a little boy. You know that because men are emotionally intelligent. You know, men just have that that aura about themselves. You know, they're able to communicate. Situations are handled completely different when you're dealing with a man and when you're dealing with a boy. That's absolutely right. Men ain't gonna take the better out your car. And put another one in, maybe. <laughs> okay, so and the reason why you look like that, the abusive guy was taking the battery out of her car so she wouldn't go to work, stuff like that. So that's why I say a grown man is yeah, not going to grown man take, ain't going to play them games. Yeah. He's not going to bust all your windows so you can't stay at home. Yeah. That's that's a little boy, somebody that, that's a narcissist at yeah. the end of the day. And that's something that I liked about the book. Seven, I mean, eight, nine, and ten, they pretty much flowed within each other. Basically, yeah, just kind of like... You know, it's about self-love. It's about recognizing the games that men and women play at the end of the day. Something else that he did mention also is this doesn't necessarily just apply to relationships. It applies to family and friendships as well. It does. That's something that I also like. He did bring that out in each chapter, basically pointing it out how you can use this in a sense of romanticism or, you know, friendships and family. My cousin is a narcissist, and I realized that. Yeah. And it was... By reading this book, that I realized that I'm dealing with a narcissist. Yeah, because um, baby, they they think that they nobody is bigger than them, but God, and probably don't think God is bigger than them. Yeah, um, yeah. but it's just crazy, you know, dealing with those people and those narcissists. But we on confident. Yeah, we on confident, we on confident women. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so you gotta be confident in yourself, you know, and sometimes even with confidence, you gotta think until you make it till you get to that that wholeness, you know, because I think as a friend, I would want my friend to feel confident. And if she or he is not, then, you know, we're going to talk about the friendship route, that you should build them up. You know, you should let them know each and every day that, you know, um, they're important. They're a great mom. You know, I tell all my friends that are moms, like, you know, you're such a great mom and, you know, those, you know, I'm a counselor. It's like, I'm so emotional and touchy-feely. Like, I love to tell my friends that I love them. I tell Jay that all the time. Like, <laughs> Jay need to build his confidence. So, I have to, you know, put that out in the world and let him know that. If nobody tell you that... They you, love you. Mm-hmm. 
I love you. And that's what you have to do. You have to tell those people that's around you, you know, the good in them because, you know, we are our own worst critic. And so you may think that your friend, you know, confident or, you know, like she got all this stuff going on. But at the end of the day, we as women too, we internalize so much. So you will think like, check on your strong friends. Let them know they doing good. You know, let them know that like, hey, that may fail, but it's something bigger that's coming. Or, you know, just whatever they going through. I think that's very pivotal to having a, a good foundation, friendship, relationship. And even your man. Build your man. You know what I'm saying? Let him know. Like, them skinny jeans looking good. You know what I'm saying? Like, let him know. <laughs> I love being with skinny jeans. But anyway, so that's what you have to do. Like, you have to build your made up. You have to be confident. Um, you can't be in a healthy relationship without that. That's true. That is true. So that is me wrapping up chapter 10. Um, You know, even if you're going through a breakup, find those things that make you, you know, confident. If it's them eyelashes, them 25 millimeters, wear them, Paul. Wear them. Jay don't like them, but I love them. It's okay. Do I don't what need makes all you wings, baby. If you blowing <laughs> lashes in my food, just, no, I'm good. <laughs> but no, you know, on a serious note, but you know, seriously, like, do those things that make you confident. You know, um, if you working on your body, like, even if you trying to lose weight, those small milestones are very pivotal. You know, mm-hmm. like if you lost two pounds, you know, down, I don't mean go eat a cheesecake to celebrate, mm-hmm. but you know what I'm saying, like. I be following a lot of little Instagram baddies so I can get that, you know, that motivation when I go when I'm saying like, oh man, I want to go in the gym today and then they pop it up on my speed and I'm like, nah, let me let me get the gym, let me get this celery. But um, yeah, so that wraps up chapter ten. Men love confident women. Um, you should love confident people. On the men. Yeah, emphasis on the men. Not no little Ray Ray. Not no little boy. Like if and then two. If a person is rejecting you, they don't see your value, those are the people that is not supposed to be in your life. If they can't see, if you're sitting here wondering why, you know, um, you keep getting tossed aside or someone is not respecting you, appreciating you the way that you Bringing you down. Yes. Like, those are the people that's not for you. And you got to accept that and be okay with, you know, that's not the person for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to learn it the hard way with friends, men, you know, um that if they can't see the goodness and if I'm just putting out that, putting that energy in the world or just to them and they're not reciprocating it, okay, you ain't supposed, I'm not supposed to be this way with you. And I gotta let you go. Yeah. Toodaloo, don't come my DM later when you see this glow up. You feel me? Bye-bye, baby. <laughs> Bye-bye, baby. <laughs> but yeah, so, but yeah. we got our special guest in the building. We do have our special guest in the building, guys. So we're gonna take a quick break, pay a few bills, and when we Come back. We're gonna have an eight roll queen in the bill. What's going on, world? It's your boy J Man. And it's your girl Ashley J. And as promised, guys, we have an exclusive interview with the egg roll queen. Yes, hello. Miss Chelsea of Let's Roll 2K. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am, and yes, sir. Welcome into the studio Thank with Generational Empowerments. We are super, super duper excited um, about this interview. Uh, number one, because we're foodies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> and number two is because we always love having a black-owned business in the building. It's nothing like having black entrepreneurs all up in this thing. At the end of the day, we all about 
breaking them generational curses, sitting out on doing something totally different from the norm, which you are doing. So that is super, super, super dope. So Ashley, you want to start? Yes. Yeah, so Chelsea. Yes, ma'am. Why egg rolls? I love them. <laughs> um, I love egg rolls. I love everything about them. They light, crispy, mm-hmm. simple to the point. And um, I wanted to do a spin on the average egg roll. Mm-hmm. Normally you get an Asian feel. And so I wanted to put my favorite fillings inside of an egg roll. Okay. And sell it. Okay. So what are your favorite fillings? Um, I love chicken. And on my menu, I got the bougie roll. Okay. That's my favorite one. So what does that consist of? That consists of... It's like a chicken alfredo base. You know, everybody thinks that when they can cook chicken alfredo, they bougie, honey. Okay. So that's why I named it the bougie roll. And that's my favorite because I I cook everything from scratch. So no can, nothing. And um, chicken alfredo was the first thing that I learned how to do when I first started cooking. So that's special to me and why it's my favorite one. So, so it has the noodles spin. inside? It doesn't have any noodles, but okay. it's the base of it. And okay. so it's chicken, it's got a creamy Parmesan base mm-hmm. and a tad bit of lemon in it, just mm-hmm. to have that hint, just a yeah, little bit. just a little bit. Yes. yes. You gotta have that little... That sounds... Just... That sounds like J.Y. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. So y'all, she's got quite a few things on this menu. I'm talking about a deep sea heat roll, a smokehouse roll, Loca Tex roll, feeling crabby, mm. be jamming mon roll, and then mon mon. <laughs> <laughs> and then I even seen that you do desserts. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's the strawberries and cream, the Ooh. apple pie a la mode, the pecan yes. pie cookie dough. Babe, I need these at all the parties. I know, but I had to bring you just a little taste. You know, a little hint, so you kind of want more. Absolutely. I need you to want more. Absolutely. Just a little taste of it, Mm -hmm. and then you're going to want more. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when you set out to say, okay, I'm going to do egg rolls, like, what was, like, how did that even formulate? I I understand you say it's it's light, it's crispy, you love it. You know, it's point, it's it's straight to the point. point. But, like, when you said you was going to do egg rolls, like, I know it had to be something like... I know, and I'm going to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. So I had this idea in 2018. Okay. Okay. Um, I didn't start getting, you know, popping off like that until the end of 2019 going into 2020 because Mm. I procrastinated. Okay. When I procrastinated, that's when I started looking on social media and everybody was doing egg rolls. Yeah. I decided that I wanted to do it because I thought at the time it was something different. Mm -hmm. And now that I see that everybody was doing it, I had to take a break so that I can stay in my lane, come up with my menu, Mm -hmm. so that it won't seem like, oh, I'm just another person out here doing what's happening. Absolutely, absolutely. And the reason I ask that question is because, you know, of course, a lot of our viewers and stuff, they have business ideas or things that they want to do, but they'll procrastinate. Or they'll think like, oh, I can't do this. Like, that was an egg roll, really. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, and, yeah. And so that's why I did ask as well, because I'm like, was that something that was a staple that was in the household and grew up and, you know, your mom cooked egg rolls? It actually wasn't. I mean, I, my grandmother taught me how to cook, so I've always been in the kitchen. And I'm more of a soulful type of cook. I love greens, cornbread, ham hocks, all of that. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm, I'm a southern girl. 
But I just wanted to do something different. So I stayed off of social media trying to figure out what can I do that's going to be different but set me apart at the same time. And then goes that procrastination that came in there and everybody started doing it, like I said. So right. I really had to take a break. And that's why I'm going to relaunch in January because I finally figured out what my lane is yeah. and where I can stay so that I don't feel discouraged because everybody is not doing it. Right. That's a word. And that, though, that's, that, that's those little nuggets that mm-hmm. you know we love for people to put out there is because a lot of times we get discouraged because of, oh, somebody else doing this. Mm-hmm. Like they'll say, oh, girl, everybody's selling hair or yeah. everybody's selling lashes yeah. or somebody could say, you oh girl everybody got egg rolls Mm -hmm. but it's what sets you apart what would make me want to come and get some egg rolls from you rather than go and get egg rolls from big things or wherever the case may be and i can tell you just by i smelt it when when it walked through the door (laughs) i I smelt it when i walked someone said i've heard her egg rolls are delicious Oh, dope, yeah. dope. Love yeah. that. It's or one it's word, though. I tried her egg rolls. me apart. I tried her egg rolls. Oh. They are delicious. Yes, oh. mama. <laughs> <laughs> it's that flavor. Yes. That's what sets me apart. I take my time. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to make sure everything is good. If I don't think that it tastes good, then 9 out of the 10, it ain't. Right. Um, I also let kids taste my food because mm-hmm. my mom and my grandma always taught me if a child don't eat your food, it ain't good. Some wrong. Well, sometimes right. I be peeking. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> it's true. But kids are the they're blunt. They're yeah, honest. Yeah. They're gonna tell you yeah. whether it's they eat it. They know it's nasty. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Or mm, broccoli? Every- they think broccoli names. Okay. That is true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they think you know, the kids, everything is chicken. So they're going to yeah, be like, ooh, it's chicken in chicken rolls. Nuggets. All of them. That's all I got to say. Well, baby, it's chicken in it. Oh, yeah. it's chicken. I want some more of that chicken. Yeah, yeah that's what they want. That's how it goes. Yes, that is super chicken. duper duper dope. We, so, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Jay. No, I'm just saying we can't wait to try that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, okay, so when you were going through that discouragement. Yes. What were some key things that made you say, okay, I'm gonna stay on this journey, you know, I'm gonna ride it out and I'm gonna just implement it in my own way? Like, what were some things that, you know, allowed you not to just completely throw it away, do something else? Well, first of all, God, I'm a firm believer in blessings and I knew he wouldn't put the idea in my head if it wasn't supposed to go somewhere. Um, The next thing is I have a small group of friends that are my support system. Um, I had a tasting in February 2020 and I had my closest family and friends there and that's what made me realize, okay, I can do this um, because I have the support. And I'm a firm believer in you need a close group beside you so that you can have that support. Um, Another thing that I would say is just really staying off of social media for a second because sometimes when you get on there and you see other people that you think are successful, they may be, they may not be. Sometimes looks can be deceiving. Um, When you stay off of social media to regroup, then you can, it'll allow yourself to get clarity. It'll allow yourself to have a clear mind to say, okay, like I said, this is the lane I need to be in. Mm -hmm. And even though I see a million people selling egg rolls, they're not mine. Yeah. So the confidence, Mm -hmm. it's the confidence for me. And I lacked that at first. I did because I'm like, oh, everybody's doing it now. What am I going to do? You know, what, what can I do to really set myself apart? It's the flavor. It's my personality. And it's me. Yeah. It's mine. Yeah. It's you. 
That's super, super dope. You yeah. know, that is, that's, that's what it's. That's why you got to talk to yourself. You know, that's what it's all about. You know, having that confidence within yourself. And what I do love is the fact that you put out there is, you know, a lot of times we'll see other people being so successful on social media mm-hmm. or so successful here. But at the end of the day, we might not realize that that might just be all that is for. Yeah. It's for social media. Exactly. And a lot of times, and me and Ashley have been saying this a lot, we need to get out of our feelings, mm-hmm. get into our bags. That. And, you know, and that, that's what it's all about. Get out of our feelings, get in our bags, and know our lanes. Mm-hmm. That was something we had to learn when we started this podcast. Mm-hmm. What's my lane? Mm-hmm. What's Ashley's lane? Mm-hmm. What, do we need, what do we need to outsource? Mm-hmm. And I think that's with any business. Absolutely. So what you said, that was, that was just totally phenomenal. And yeah, it's amazing. It you have to have some type of form a sense of like where I want to be where I'm going mm-hmm. and like how you said what's your lane what's my lane and how we can make that match mm-hmm. and when you said team having that close support system you gotta have a team because yep. it's gonna be times where you gotta push through and you gotta figure out you gotta rebrand mm-hmm. or you gotta come up with some new ideas and if it's just you you know sometimes we think like everything we come up we write down is banging exactly you know and, and so to have somebody say no nah, you said you need to tweak that or Ooh, yes. that's too much salt right there I'm you telling know? you I'm <laughs> telling you you yeah. know and with the whole Instagram thing I was just watching something and his guy the, what's his name he, he wore like a pink lipstick a key, 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 key. Like you know, the, he wear the wigs and he had real pink lipstick. He's funny. He's a comedian. Uh, his name is Key or whatever. And he hang out with Lala. You know, the skinny girl that be making the. Oh, you talking about um. T-T. 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 Okay, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for slapping your name. Pooh, if you watching, listen But, yes, he was saying he had millions of followers and he was broke. Yep. Broke, you know? And we get on here, we think like, oh, because this person got this, 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 they living this life. Or, you know, it looks all good and glamorous, but at the end of the day, if you don't know how to work your ones and twos for these social media, like, you just got people liking your stuff and that's it. And that's it. No money. No money coming. No money, no nothing. And that's one thing I had to learn. Um, Also realizing when you start a business, do it for you. Yeah. Mm. Don't do it for anybody else. Don't do it because you think that's what somebody wants to see. Don't compete. Mm. That's a part of it, too, because that's what I was doing. I'm like, oh, all right. Big days, for example. I was looking like, he got Airbros, too. That's my competition. He got the followers. He has this. He has that. That's his lane. Yeah. And this is mine. Yeah. And I'm going to stay over here yeah. and look at it like that instead of looking at it as though it's a competition because there's so much money to be made. Yep. For all of us. There and I got a lane with the money coming my way. Period. <laughs> there you know. it is. You yeah. got to stay in your own, own HOV lane, baby. Yes, you do. And I think that's, well, no, you not. I was about to say, I think that's the first word. You know, somebody's going to say like Daniel Lane, but when I think about it, um, shooter, when we had good shoot on here, and he was saying, you know, a lot of people want to look on other people's plates. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I got to stir my own pot. I can't you stir in your mm-hmm. pot because then I got missing ingredients over here that yep. I need to add. So, yeah. And you, you looking on my plate, but you don't know how I got this. I'm yep. telling you. Who, who how many is, times who is pocketing this to yep. make sure that I can get this? How don't many just, knows I've had? Yeah, how many knows? Door shut in my face. Yep. But we just see Instagram, you know. Instagram will have you sick out here. Yes, it will. That's why I said I had to stay off of social media, baby, because it had me crying in the corner. But, you know, once I did that and realized that, like I said, I got my, I have a place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and this is my place. This is my spot. And 
I stay with me and my business, mind my business, mm-hmm. and I'll be good. I'm good. I've never been more confident. Mm-hmm. Never. That's After amazing. I had to reboot. Yeah, that's amazing. So, how did COVID help or hurt for your kind of business? I mean, at the end of the day, I'm sure you cater to events and, you know, the gatherings. You February. And, that was know. when it hit. And that that's the crazy part about it. I think it was a balance. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say it helped it because um, during that time when it first got started, a lot of people, they don't really want you to cater. Mm-hmm. They're not really trying to order out like that, especially from businesses that are not well-known. Right. Yeah. It's easy to go to Chick-fil-A and McDonald's and places that you know. But to spend your money on a place that you were unsure of during this time, this it time. can be a little tricky. Yeah. So I would say that it helped because I took that time to regroup okay. as well and focus and figure out how I can rebrand and what do I need to do for my business. So it helped in that aspect. And of course, it hurt it because the oblivious of I didn't have any customers like that. Right. I didn't. Yeah. But um, it picked up slowly. It didn't hurt it too bad, I would okay. say. That was a good question. Like, you know, you saying you just started, well, we launching back, um, mm-hmm. and you said February. And I remember we was talking about uh, the, what, what did it come on? Remember you had that whole, uh, the ship. Mm-hmm. And you was like, oh, yeah, before the, the ship ship. got cruise ship. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah, like, I remember we were just started in February. Yeah, like, we were just started. I used to do this whole segment about, um, basically my hair to the streets. And yeah. I brought it up and Ashley was like, coronavirus? What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, like, like Jay, that's wrong news. news. That's bad news, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but that's yeah. good. Like, I think that, you know, um, Food is the key to a person's heart, man. It's the key to mine. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> you feed me, ain't no, you know, I'm you. Good. I'm good. Curse me out and then say, "Baby, what you want to eat?" Oh, a magical question. Mm, you ready to eat? You ready to eat? You, you ready hungry? To eat? What you want to eat? Yeah, what you want? What you want? Yeah. Magical Absolutely. question. Uh, Absolutely. Yes. Oh, you're trying so to get guys. back in the graces of Ashley Jane. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some food, babe. The way to my heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guys, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to pay a few bills. And I believe we're going to try a couple egg rolls. Yes, we're going to try a couple egg rolls. But first of all, make sure you guys um, tune in to the other podcast at um, Direct Access Radio. Make sure you tune in to um, Nightmare, Nightmare Radio. Radio each and every Saturday. Yes. But yes, I'm your boy, J-Man. And I'm your girl, Ashley J. <laughs> Ooh, this is your victory. What's going on, world? It's your boy, J-Man. And it's your girl, Ashley J. And we have the egg roll queen in the building. It's Chelsea. Y'all, I'm super duper excited about this. There's egg rolls in front of me. And we have the smokehouse roll. And we have the apple pie a la mode. And y'all know I love food. So, so we're having a live tasting. We're having a live tasting. We're your camera. And it's, it's about to be late. Look, okay. honey, I'm dig just going to go on and dig in. Okay. Look, I'm going to eat with y'all. Absolutely. As you I see, you see how I'm putting that in front of you. Let me pass. So, what is what? Mm. So, this is the smokehouse. Okay. And this is the apple pie. So, this is from the desserts. And this is from my signature. Y'all. Mm. 
Thank you so much. Mmm. Help yourself. Place napkins, hand sanitizer. Mmm, mmm. Y'all. Oh, the smokehouse. It's the barbecue. It's the sauces for me. But then it's tender. Mm. Then you taste the flavor. Yes, that's what I said, but it's the sauces for me. And then the egg roll is like a nice crunch. It's not too hard. Is the outside of the egg roll seasoned too or something? It's actually not. Baby. Let me tell y'all something. I, I like to focus more on the inside. It's, you know, these braces, I got these braces on. It's so good. Oh my God. Mm. And this apple pie. I wasn't expecting this. Mm. How's the apple pie? Mm-hmm. You so well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't nobody food doing that for a minute. Mm-hmm. 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 Let's roll 2K. Mm-hmm. Then with the parsley. She had the G the G E check mark. She's been verified. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. Thank oh you. Oh my god. The flavor. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. Okay, I'm about to do the dessert. I do the dessert now. I'm waiting on you now. I know you're gonna keep it real. And she's a sweet girl. which goes for $10 more, $45. And then my large pan, which is longer, is $55. You can't beat that. No. 
You sure can. How many? Okay, so it's, it's designed like this. It's gonna be like how you structure it. So it's it's structured like this. Mm -hmm. So you can't beat it because if you have a party and most people that I cater for, they always do one more than one flavor. Right. And so when I do it like this, it gives you the opportunity. When you don't gotta worry about people grabbing whole egg rolls. And that's why I messed up when I first started. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. And I was serving, when I would cater, whole egg rolls and then I would run out. Oh. Versus if I cut them up, it's more. Yeah. And you can try more than just one egg roll, one whole egg roll. Right, baby. When I tell y'all, these egg rolls are busting. Okay. Mm. Bomb.com. Biggity bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad y'all enjoyed it. Yes, really these good. are super duper delicious. Okay, so this is what I was gonna ask. Okay. Because I'm always down to get stuff ordered and sent to the job, and so we be, we be trying to eat. Okay. How does that? How does your your delivery work as far as like, are you located in a certain area on certain days for pickup? Like, how does that whole how does the order I'm process work? I'm glad you work? asked that. So, being as though I am relaunching in January, mm -hmm. I am working towards a food truck. Mm. Right now, I'm in Roswell. Okay. So, I do give people the option you can pick up or I can deliver for a $10 fee mm -hmm. and up depending on where you are. Right. And I normally disclose that when you order. Mm -hmm. um, you can order online at letsroll.com or you. I have my phone number on there or you can email at letsrollnow99 at gmail.com. Hey, pretty super, simple. Super, Got super though. together. Yes, and simple. I stay in John's Creek, so I'm staying too far from you. You sure do not. <laughs> you sure do not. So, best believe I'm gonna need me a sample pan. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I'm gonna just I'm gonna be like, okay, baby, I need a small pan, all flavors. <laughs> How that works? We need to work that out. Now, do you have vegan options? I'm working on that. Okay. And when I first started, I did have a vegan option, but like I said, I needed to take a step back to make sure I knew what I was doing mm -hmm. and come correct. Because okay. baby, my vegan crew, they don't play. Mm -hmm. And they want to make sure it's on yeah. point. And I want to make sure it's on point to respect their way of eating. Yeah, that's Absolutely. true. Absolutely. So, so it is coming, trust me. Okay. So, no. Like a real healthy healthy. Mm -hmm. Girl, I said that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drop your eyes low, baby. <laughs> baby, I'm still going to be eating egg rolls and chicken wings when I'm eating healthy. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I got to let you Let's be quick. Um, mm. We just want to thank you from the bottom of our stomachs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. This has been it. an amazing amazing experience it was nice to you know get your history and kind of see where you're coming from and just those gems and those nuggets that you dropped that is what it's all about yeah, it is you know just breaking those curses yes you know yes. one step at a time and learning to self-evaluate and say hey i messed up mm -hmm. this is how i'm gonna fix it absolutely so dope so amazing absolutely. let's roll 2k yes baby <laughs> came yes. in to spread some love yes. with generational empowerment mm -hmm. y'all these egg rolls I'm sorry, I'm glad y'all love them. And the thing too, I was like, well, she got a sweet one and she got a full one. I can't mix them too. Baby, yeah. Them flavors. Mm -hmm. Like you you match that up perfectly. Yeah, barbecue done. Mm-hmm. If, if it was the Alfredo, I don't know about it. It probably wouldn't balance yeah. too much with that. So I said, let me everybody love barbecue. Everybody love chicken. The mindset for me because 
you put thought, you know. It's not like they, the wine pairing, you know, certain cheese, certain wine. Absolutely. Yeah, I think about it with food. You definitely. That was, and that's what I think about as I construct each roll. I'm like, okay, you know, what's gonna mix? I, do I put this in there? And that's why I said I just had to take a step back and figure it out. And I did. Yeah. I did. You did a. So I'm girl. proud of me. Heck of a job, girl. I'm proud of me. <laughs> I'm proud of you too, baby. <laughs> well, well, gotta get you a proud bag. <laughs> okay, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> We're going to finish up these egg rolls. We thank you guys for tuning in. Come in and share your support with us, your love. You know, you can follow us on Generational Empowerment underscore. Check us out on YouTube at Generational Empowerment Podcast. You can check Chelsea out at what now? Let's Roll 2K, baby. Follow on me. Instagram. On Instagram. Let's Roll 2K on Instagram. Yes. The Egg Roll Queen. Yes, mm-hmm. I said it. Egg Queen. Roll Queen. J-Man certified. <laughs> <laughs> you can check yes, J-Man at J-Man. I went J underscore underscore 2020. J-Man. Ooh, excuse me. All right, baby. Baby, do you see the apples in here? That's what I said. Like the brown sugar caramelized. That's not canned fruit. Mm. I slice my apples, baby. Mm. I slice and That's dice. That's That's for... Okay. Oh, I don't think big girl. Big girl energy. No can nothing. <laughs> Fresh, baby. <laughs> Fresh fruit. Can't be having that you can. See, that's the whole that. thing. People want to take them shortcuts, and they just they just want to throw something together. Yeah. But what's going to give you longevity. Yes. Sustainability. Yes. Is the realness. The real fruit. Yes. The real brown sugar. Take mm-hmm. your organic time. brown sugar. Cane sugar from the Himalayas. Hey. All right, y'all. On that note, I am your boy, <laughs> J-Man. My number girl, Ashley J. And we'll see you guys next week. Next Saturday at 5 p.m. 4. I'm sorry. She don't know how to tell time. <laughs> Ooh, me. This is your victory.